Welcome to the Funny Style Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. Today we have Brian Milligan, Ash Cash, James Moynihan, <laughs> the third. And we are finally using four microphones, so Woo! this should sound a lot more organized than it normally does. So he can wow. hear me this yeah. time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you in particular just sounded always impossible in a distance. Yeah, like <laughs> you were on some type of weird punishment. <laughs> like I'm put in the corner for like, yeah. with a dummy hat on. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, dunce hat. Dunn's hat. You yeah. retard. Is oh <laughs> sorry, I was watching Monique's the retard. I was watching Monique's special. <coughs> sorry, yeah, yeah. Right, gotta, <laughs> so <laughs> my my assignment for everybody for this podcast was I was like, I want everybody to watch Monique's stand up special. Fuck you for doing that to us, dude. <laughs> that was just out outright rude, dude. It, was, it wasn't that bad. It, oh, I'm so glad somebody. I thought, like, all right. To be honest, I thought it was pretty good. Like, <laughs> I, there was a couple me. big belly laughs there. I think if you were, if you, <laughs> if you were playing a drinking game where you took a shot every time she said the word motherfucker. Oh my you'd god! You'd be out cold in the first three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere like, Bernie Mac Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> Bernie Mac is rolling in his grave because she's like a she lot of, stole yeah. my like a lot oh of motherfuckers, god. a lot of goddammits, yeah. a lot of um N-words. another word I can't oh, say. I was gonna, I was waiting for, <laughs> as much I was like, as I want to. Just kidding. <laughs> it, was like, uh, <laughs> it was literally it was literally set up. No, it was literally nigga. Hey, set up. Oh yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker. punchline. I always forget the curses. Set up like <laughs> motherfucker punchline. Bro, line. show me where the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> I think motherfucker was the punchline. <laughs> 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 know what I kept thinking uh, when I was watching it? I'm like, besides you know saying words I can't say. Yeah. If I said that word for word, like <laughs> at like a show, ass off. Like in Orlando, how bad I would eat shit. It didn't sound like she had ever run it ever. Like it was like her first time. Well, I don't time. think she did, and that's like a lot of big celebrities. They get away. They're like, I'm not going on. I'm not going on tour, so I'm just gonna write a masterpiece <laughs> that I declare is a masterpiece, and I won't run it. And I'm gonna do a special, and because it's me and I'm amazing, it's gonna yeah. go over well. I think it also has to do with a lot of times. Like I think it was a, a master class in having your own audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because they Moni- loved it. Yeah. The audience Monique's loved it. I don't think the audience liked gonna, it. I'm t- listen. They were dying. The type of people them. that love the Parkers loved that special, mm-hmm. even though it was quite literally it, the worst stand-up <laughs> special I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, and in my I, defense, when I said it wasn't that bad, what I'm saying is there is an audience for it, and there so are yeah, people yeah, yeah, who yeah. will enjoy it. Yeah. So I had a friend growing up, Michael Anthony, and mm-hmm. he was like, he lived like two streets down from me, and he was like my intro to black culture. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I would go to... <laughs> but that's what she sounded like. One of his aunts had a barbecue or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this motherfucker, this... Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, that's exactly what it seemed like to me. Yeah. Like, like what you would hear, like, I mean, just. <clears throat> and anyway. to be honest, I feel like that worked yeah. at one point yeah. in time. Just lack of better term, black people being black mm-hmm. was just funny. Yeah. Yeah. But now everybody's seen black people being out, black. And it's and it's almost like, well, it's not almost. It's also pretty racist. Like yeah. she's playing being a black woman so she's playing into it. So like this is what I think white people think black women are, mm-hmm. and she leans into that so hard. You know what's terrible about this is what? that she remember when she bitched about 
how the amount of money Netflix offered her mm-hmm. yeah. for a Netflix special. Oh, this is this is why I wanted you guys and to then, watch it. And then she puts this pile of shit out. Yeah. <laughs> how much did she get paid for this? Uh, I think it was it's I think it was one point something million. Oh, oh my um, let me see, let me check. No, yeah, because my my frustration with it was the reason why I watched it because otherwise I would have never watched it. I was like, all right, you talked all that shit, you dragged everybody into the drama, and you accused everybody of all type of shit, which I think also what she was accusing them of is true. That's and that's but, where I get like, because it's like yeah black women women need to get more representation but mm-hmm. then it's just like sometimes the people fighting for it the loudest may not be the most talented but it's like we still need so there's sort of a win but the person who got the win probably wasn't the one we wanted to get that win yeah, but she, there needs to be like right. a statement made to netflix like hey you need a who should have gotten it that's a good question um i think i think wanda wanda sykes i think is really do we know what she got for hers yeah, I don't know. I think Miss um, Pat's really funny. Miss yeah, Pat's Ms. hilarious. Yeah. She's, and then uh, who, Sam J is also very funny. Oh, yeah, I Sam love Jay's Sam J. Sam J. Yeah. So there's, I mean, but maybe she'll pave the road for them. Mm-hmm. Also, like, like Miss Pat is like, her, I think her time is coming. Well, she has a whole network well, yeah, show I mean, and she's, everything. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. huge already, but I think she's going to jump to the next level. Was that like a fat level. thing, Jimmy? That's not Well, respectful. her time is coming. Like her life? No, you or said like she's huge already. Her making it. Yeah. She'll soon meet. <laughs> no, yeah. And who else? Oh, Yamanika Sanders. Hey, yes. mm-hmm. She's very I funny. I can't believe She's I forgot about her. Right. You don't like she, Yamanika? She, she, hey, hey, hey. Watch your, watch watch your fucking mouth. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I, I, I want to no, no, hear everything you want to say I just, bad. I, I, no, I find her offstage personality very annoying. You so, do? So, yeah, maybe I don't give her a chance just in terms of watching the material. I met her once. She seemed fine, but I don't know. Well, she's doing like she's like a damn near political commentator at this point, mm. and she does the she does the Monique version of mm. wokeness, where she's like, you know what the problem is with Donald Trump and these people? They always doing all, and it's like, oh my god, please just shut the fuck up! Like mm. you're making us look bad. <laughs> Did you see the um, episode? So uh, Bart Bart Bert Kreischer has mm. this. Uh, TV show called The Cabin mm. or Cabin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there was this one with Kaylee. How do you say it? Kaylee Cacao? Oh yeah, Ka- Kaylee Kowoko. Kowoko. Cacao. Cacao. Yeah. Um. Like so she's on it, and then Miss Pat is on it, mm-hmm. and Miss Pat just like so. Miss Pat's uh, she's a comic, like a real comic, yeah. mm-hmm. and Kaylee's just you know just a comedic actress oh, okay and miss <laughs> pat was just digging into her the whole time <laughs> to a point where like she says she was like gonna leave wait what is the show about it's, it's just the it's just like four comics hanging out at a cabin and doing like really okay. like two well, comics she... and like a celebrity person. yeah like they had okay. Bru- uh Kate, kylie uh caitlin jenner, caitlin jenner with, with uh what's her name um uh, uh, oh, Nikki Glaser. Nikki Glaser, thank you. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. It was like Bert, Nikki right. Glaser, I saw, I saw Caitlyn Jenner. But anyway, that episode, I highly recommend watching it. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she just gets obliterated, and she can't <laughs> handle it. She can't, like, I don't think she's ever been criticized or made fun of oh, mm-hmm. no. the way that Miss Pat made fun of her. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so What's good. What's she making fun of her about? Yeah. Just calling like, her a white bitch and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, know? so like, just generic, yeah, like yeah. nothing personal. No, just, well, well, no, she called, she said like she's not funny and shit like that. Yeah, 
Well, she's not personal. a comedian. Well, yeah. Cause, well, because she was on she's Big hacky. Bang Theory. So. Oh, okay. I've never watched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she keeps kept saying she oh, never watched the one, show. Which one? She was on the Big blonde Bang in Big Bang Theory. Theory. The main, the main mm-hmm. blonde. Yeah. Oh, but she's not even. She's not supposed to be funny. That's she, what I'm saying. On that show, like, she's just she's the hot lady. A character. Yeah, she's yeah. just a character. She's supposed to be that blonde bimbo kind of. She just boobs. Yeah. She is super hot. I mean, she probably still is, but. She plays Harley or voices Harley Quinn. I like that. Yeah. Harley Quinn. That show's good though. You don't Harley have any water, yeah. do you? Huh? Uh, yes, it's Where? in the refrigerator. You. Could you yeah. mind go getting it? Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> Audience, please Thanks, hold. Brian. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Y'all don't say anything loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now Brian's we can talk shit about bag. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I hope he goes into cardiac arrest before coming back. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. not nice. Is that, is that mean? I'm gonna. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that was thanks for making us watch that. I, I just it so kind of inspired me. Yeah, it, that that see. So all right. So you, you had know? a similar reaction I had because my reaction <laughs> was, I'm enraged, <laughs> and I'm embarrassed for her. Why are you enraged? And th- because it's like when you see who gets opportunities, and kind of the same thing you said. We're like, you know, we're all working really hard here. So no, I have water. You're right. I oh just boy, <laughs> you so could have got her. A cool <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't want one, but I was like, if you're giving it to me, I was gonna say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we're all working really hard, and we know comp. Like so, for for example, like I watch something like that, and I go, fucking Dean Napolitano, man. Like like Dean's got his thing going though. No, I know. Well, you don't think Dean would like a million dollar check to yeah. do an hour of, m- seem of like murdering? Dean would want. Dean's kind of more. Modest. I don't think you would want a, a Netflix special where you get the Hulk. Jimmy, I can't always <laughs> tell when Jimmy's being an ass. <laughs> you know, what's, I, he's I a real a, humble guy. <laughs> asked my wife because my wife actually listens to the podcast, and I was like, what's up, Chris's wife." Yeah, hey, Chris's wife. What I up? was, uh, I was asking. I was like, what, "What are like your critiques or whatever, and what stuff that you think and like about the podcast?" And I was like, "So who do?" You, and then she was telling me about that. And I was like, "So who do you like as like a person on the podcast?" Jimmy Moynihan. And she was like, "Jimmy's like really entertaining." Cause you can tell he's unstable. <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> so when he tells stories, you just never know where it might go. <laughs> like, so it's really interesting. I was like, you get Jimmy. I was like, you get yeah. it. Like, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's why we love Jimmy. Well, she's not wrong. I am very <laughs> unstable. I was kind of hoping you were going to say I was your wife's favorite podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she said for interviews, definitely you. Cause yeah. you, you come like the most prepared. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks. I can no, prepare. Yes. Yeah. What's your wife's name? Sophie, Sophie, hey, down, Sophie. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, God. Brian's a dog. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> um. Well, thanks, thanks, Sophie. Yeah, for your craziness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. I, oh, I think Brian was saying. Uh, I was like t- saying to Brian, it's like I don't do anything, and I'm miserable during the day, and like the only time I feel at ease is when I get to um like a comedy show. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, well, that's probably good for comedy. Know, for comedy. I'm like, yeah, but I, it's not good for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, <it's laughs> like I have to find some kind of peace during the day where I'm like, okay. But have um, you thought about building a small stage with a backdrop just in like your on apartment? A segue? Oh. <laughs> and then you'll just stay there <laughs> all that's day? That's <laughs> just talking to a microphone. Yeah. Well, that's basically what I do. Well, yeah. you're you're just in a cycle of like writing, working out, performing, writing, working, and that, like right. That's. Yeah, I was embarrassed because I was at Milk District, and this girl asked when the last time I had sex was. Oh no. And it was a, like 
a long time ago. You're like an hour ago by myself. <laughs> How do you get into that uh, that exchange? Um, they were the two girls that were talking. We were already talking uh, about okay. the last time they had sex. And oh. then she's like, when, when so was the last time you had sex? And one of like, those audiences that just takes over? Yeah. I was like, like two days before 9-11. Or I don't know exactly when. It's been a long time. <laughs> I, are we done f- talking about the fucking Monique yes. special? No, I, I, I want to talk a um, lot more uh, about so it. Every single audience, it? every single person listening is like, "Fuck." Yeah, but I think it's imp- I think it's important talking as more. comics to pay attention to stuff like this uh-huh. because, again, I think it's it's a huge lesson in I'm gonna go back to it in having your own audience. Yeah, because I mean, she was able to sell out that theater, obviously full of people that just love her in particular so much that yeah. she could say that bullshit for an hour. And they were, Ash Cash is with me. They, they were into it. They yeah, were into they it were, the whole show. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were panning all over the room, and there I, wasn't, like, a person in the audience going, what she the was fuck is this? She was pandering. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, uh, I understand they were into it because I like Monique, mm-hmm. but... I, like deep down inside of them, were they all like, "Oh my god, this is so funny"? Well, no, I think I think what was happening was it was Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like Baltimore, but yeah. I think also <laughs> what was happening was th- th- we gotta I gotta I figure th- out a crew of black people to come in sometimes. Yeah, um, because she there was so much drama with how she was treated. Yeah, I think they and wanted sort her. of the underdog story. Of her fighting with Netflix over the five hundred thousand and all of that, that now that she's there, it probably really didn't matter what she said on stage. They were going to just be supportive the whole time she mm-hmm. was performing mm. because they're like, "Oh my God, you know, Monique beat she the system she, yeah. and she got what she deserved or whatever." Well, I'll, the thing I'll give her credit for is she she, she made it personal. Yeah, you know, she was taught. She was trying to tell stories about her life and things like that. So, mm. I mean, anytime you're doing that, I'll, I'll give you credit. That's yeah. that's good. That may have been the appeal too. Is there a lot of these people have known her, you know, from way back in the day from the Parkers? Mm-hmm. They're her fans. So then, just to get a glimpse into her life and mm-hmm. how she came up and what affected her and how she got to where she is is interesting to them so it was like an interesting storytelling thing but it wasn't necessarily comedy but it was like it was brutally bad like just i mean even and and i'm not i'm i curse you know what i mean yeah but it was so many niggas and motherfuckers that it took you out of it. Like it, it removed your ability to just enjoy and listen. Yeah. It was Hello. abrasive on the I ear. I think the bottom line is that the special wasn't for any of us. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't for a, a it I was will, for Monique. Fan. But it's I will say I didn't even notice all the motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe that's didn't just me. That? Oh I didn't God. notice that it was that, but like it was oh. like Sam, <laughs> Sam Jackson's my favorite movie star. I just I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm just like used to, used to it or no, nah, it was like it desensitized was to it or something. Like, is that how you, is that how you guys talk in your house? No. <laughs> motherfucker. That's how I talk in my head. No, th- <laughs> there were so many moments where it was so unnecessary. Yeah. It was just like yeah. so I'm going to school, I'm riding a motherfucking bus. And it's yeah. like well, what and then is that's, this? And that's the thing like motherfucking school. <laughs> it goes back to my point God like at it. one point black people being animated and being you know like yeah. that was funny to people so just saying something like but, motherfucker was but that in itself was funny and she's still but trying to cam is that. that but authentic yeah you know what i mean yeah. like yeah monique has also been like 
been rich and famous for so long. Oh, that's yeah. not true though. That you can tell she's not actually that. Yeah. I've talked to Cam just one on one. He 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 only said the N word seven very times. Like almost sounds like if he was on the radio, you would think he was white. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so like yeah, Cam's doing a doing it like a. He's doing a bit. A, a bit, bit, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, Cam's as authentic as it comes. Yeah. And he's young. So also the other thing about it that's weird is when you're her age and you're doing that. Definitely increases. It's like. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> What's going on? When, uh, when you're that age and doing that, it takes on an extra level of like, come on. Like you have to have something better to say. And it wasn't to Brian's point. It was like, you know, my mama couldn't read. This bitch can't read. Yeah. And then people, I was like, there was no punchline. Yeah, there. There she is. just That's said her dumb. mother couldn't read. Mm-hmm. And there's people laughing at the fact that her mother couldn't read. How fucked up is that, that by the way? I was eight funny. minutes into that it was and the joke. still had not heard a punch, like a valid punchline. Yeah. Well, other than just like. Uh, like things that she was taking to another octave. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. not really punchline. That's the other, that's the other just, uh, thing. It's just it was the, the punchline. But she would she would say the like so she'd be like, and then I went down the street, and then I went down the street. It's yeah. like that's the punchline. Jesus Christ! I don't want to <laughs> shit on other comics too much because like what if I meet Monique one day <laughs> and then we become friends and then she finds out about this podcast and so Jimmy, you were never going to be in Medea goes to church for well, the seven thousandth time. Say, so, well, just in case, I just want to say that I love Monique. <laughs> You're such a fucking sellout. No, 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 no. I, I'm serious. I love Monique. Uh, she's doing her damn thing, <laughs> and sh- I, to be honest, I had a, I laughed several times throughout this. I watched the whole special mm-hmm. and I laughed. A few times I didn't get a couple What was your favorite joke? I like the one where she's like Motherfucker Uh, I can't remember I don't do it well Uh, But um, (laughs) You were nailing it (laughs) But uh, she's a You know She's a big beautiful woman And uh, You know I I I am criticizing a little bit But I thought it was really funny And I hope she makes a lot more specials And I think If I was Netflix Just to be an asshole I would give Miss Pat a special right now Yeah (sighs) Because it's like, oh, you just don't like me because I'm a fat black woman and da-da-da-da-da. And then yeah. Monique puts out that garbage. And I'd be like, three months later, Miss Pat at her new Netflix special just to be like, and this is our Monique point. And then right after. Yeah, like. exactly. Just to make the point of like, Monique is also like the least funny fat black woman comedian yeah. I've ever come across. I'd rather see a precious special, to be honest. <laughs> <A precious special. laughs> Stop it. Uh, I'm, so, kidding, uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> But I'll never watch anything she ever puts out ever again. <laughs> <laughs> that was the the first and last. I never watched the Parkers, so I don't. I'm I don't trying ha- to think what I else. I love the Parkers. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't have anything against it. I just I never watched it. I'm trying to think what else I can force you guys to watch that would be Dude, like I'm, the. What are some good specials you guys have watched recently? Recently, recent specials. Look at that transition. Who recently comes. came out? Uh, the I heard shirtless ne- guy. I heard Neil, Neil Brennan Blocks was good. Burt Kreischer? Yeah. The shirtless no, guy. I, yeah, I, keep, I can never remember his name. Razzle Dazzle? Yeah. That was, oh yeah. I, w- I don't I think I watched it. any of his stuff before, and 
to be honest is because every time i saw him with a shirt off and i was like i can't Sorry. watch this guy for an hour well, as the resident fat guy <laughs> <laughs> fat well, no. white guy uh, yeah, uh, yeah i was gonna say clarify yeah no i i really like secret oh. time by burt kreischer but razzle dazzle was mm, not, not so not for uh i was listening to nick griffin uh i don't know, nick I don't know if he has a video special but it, he's on apple mm-hmm. and he's just such a good writer mm-hmm. and like if you ever have like a mental block mm-hmm. just like listen to him he's like a brilliant joke writer um and he doesn't like you know how some people like okay their thing is they're comparing they're saying this and then they compare this to another thing you know that that's setup, my style the, basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like if a man walked in but he doesn't just he does like every style of comedy every different angle on a joke and um it's relatable i mean he's talking about like depression and mental health and uh all this stuff i can relate to yeah so i like it because of that but just he's one of the best joke writers ever and like i think that i've ever heard and what's his name again nick griffin nick, nick griffin, griffin. Check that out. definitely listen if you uh next time you're really driving mm-hmm. back from a duck hunt <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the other thing um just shout out to uh podcast dedication because well everybody here knows but i drove i left virginia at four o'clock this morning and we recorded this podcast at 6 p.m and i pulled into our office in melbourne florida at 5 55 directly from virginia put your socks on and ash cash was late from cocoa beach (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm recovering okay (laughs) i was in vermont yesterday oh you were yeah Yeah. oh my flight came in at like 1 a.m this morning what were you doing what were you doing there um, I did some hiking and some snowboarding. Well, I did a snowboarding lesson. Mm. I don't want to say I went snowboarding. Like I tried it, I fell over f- ten million times, and <laughs> that's the fun of snowboarding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the best part is just falling on your face. Just learning how to fall. <laughs> do you, did you do shows while you were up there? No, no. Yeah, I, I was in a town called Rutford. Oh yeah, Rutford, which yeah, is yeah. I don't. Only huge population anything. yeah like, <laughs> so who know, do like, who you, who do you know down in vermont um up. just some friends i have a couple friends that live up there so what are their names <laughs> shout I'm out i'm not gonna that's cool. put that out the they want some privacy <laughs> i like tubing you guys ever ever yeah ever tubing's tube? great that's fun no skill you just you go where you just land the there's also no breaks <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you yeah, just yeah. i did the popeyes thing at universal does that count What's that? That's tubing. That's a Popeye's thing. Like it, that's the water. Right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know that right, yeah, right? Know like that, right? I've yeah. done that. Like, tubing that's right? right off of the, the Monique Black Embarrassment. My in Is my that head, a ride I went. Universal wait, Studios? Popeyes, the restaurant has a <laughs> has a ride Hey, I also did that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe it's just a fat thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Popeyes. It's because I was talking about it. It's like she must be talking about Popeyes chicken. Like what chicken? Um. Well, I I got I want to ask you like uh, I I know I asked you the other night, but how was the MegaCon stuff? Like, oh, that was that was the show or yeah, just the like sh- in general. Oh, all together. I mean, you and I both went went, but how was the sh- um, the comedy show? The comedy there? show was good. Um, the audience was I loved the audience. They were fun, and I got There's to kids tell and, like kids there, right? Not in the show because on the thing it tell like we tell them at the beginning it's eighteen plus material, so. Okay. I mean, the kids can be they're going out and like kick them out, but we let them know ahead of time. But yeah, it was just like I got to make like kind of nerdy references, and they got it. But it was a good audience. You I get paid to pay for those shows? No, but no. you get the 
weekend pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's, so, that's worth it. Which didn't work out for me because I had already bought my tickets. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Would you find out last minute you were doing it? Like, yeah, I found out after I bought the tickets oh, yeah. that I was even going to be on it. And I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. And then it's like my ticket was kind of it like gave you access to a lounge so then and i just did, uh, it was a whole thing but next year i know for, for now that oh, i won't yeah. buy a ticket that's cool that's what's up that seems like it'd be a good time i like the nerdy stuff so i'm, yeah. I'm into that that'd be so what was so you did so what are what's the timeline because when during the megacon what day are the comedy shows um this year it was thursday friday saturday I think last year it was all four days. So was there a day where you had done the comedy show and now you're just walking around MegaCon in your costumes? Well, it's but the show is always at the end. Oh, it's the no. last. It actually starts when everything ends. What were you dressed up? But like? yeah, I was dressed up in the day and then went like, dressed up you? and performed. But my up. question is. You were uh, the girl from Pokemon? I was different people. Yeah, she oh, went different um, characters. Wait, finish your question. And then My <laughs> question is because it's it's <laughs> weird enough running into audience members, like without Uh-oh. it being MegaCon yeah. and they're Comic Con type people. Oh, okay. Did you have a weird experience of like you were the girl from the comedy show yesterday? No, no, okay. no, because there's so many people there, oh, and okay. not everybody. Different people, I think, go on different days and stuff like that. And then well, I was dressed differently that, every that's day what I was too. Gonna say you were doing the comedy show at night, so it was the last thing. So nobody mm-hmm. saw you during the day that you were dressed up the way you were, and then the next day you show up. Yeah, something different. different. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a. It's not a Superman costume where they can't recognize the person. It's so many fucking people though. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean it's, it is a. So it's a massive. You wouldn't be able to spot anybody. Like. Uh, <laughs> I knew three people there. I didn't see any of them. Mm-hmm. Like none of them. You know, they were just walking around. Also, didn't see shit. And I was looking. You know, and I was like, "Where's this motherfucker?" You yeah, know? there were days where like other comedians were there. Yeah. In the day, the same day I was because we were both performing that night. I didn't never ran into them. Like J- you'd have to make an effort to find them. JP <laughs> was there. Adam Adam Snare I know went. So there were some. There's definitely some other comics there. Yeah, I didn't see. I went and I found a guy who I met at JP's house, and I had told him like, "Hey, I'll come see you at MegaCon." Yeah. But I knew his booth number, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so I just had to find where their their yeah, numbers that, were. But even that, that was must like have been it, rough. it was so difficult. There's so many booths. <laughs> I knew where the guy was, and it was hard to find him. <laughs> it took me like an hour of walking around. So. But yeah. yeah, what were you saying? I don't know. Oh, the Pokemon? No, I wasn't any Pokemon. Character. What were you dressed up as? I was Louise from Bob's Burgers. Oh London. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Mrs. Tr- Miss Trunchbull from Matilda. Oh, I was, was Mysterion from South Park. That's who that's I was. Who you thought was yeah. the Pokemon? That's funny. <laughs> and then uh, what was else? I on Sunday? Oh, Harley Quinn on Sunday. Yeah. Right. See, I didn't see her. I, I was there all day Sunday. Didn't see her. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking snooze fest. I, I was. It I is. was dressed it up is. as myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. See. Um, oh, I think we were talking. Oh, are you done? No, no, yeah, you can go. We were it. talking about like other specials. So Elise Sadiq has one coming out next week. Oh, oh really? Oh, nice. Coming out on YouTube that he's releasing, or is no, it a- on a special platform? April nineteenth, beginning at seven p.m. It's the Domino Effect Two mm-hmm. loss. So that could be something we could but all watch on a what it. platform? Some spe- nothing I've ever heard of. You have to go. Oh, to he might be, he might be releasing it as pay to play. Like you buy yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Moment. I Moment. Know. Moment House. Yeah. Anyone, that one? Okay. Anyone see Louis C.K.'s new special? No. No. Was that the one from like Lost New New or like the Dolby Theater? No, I haven't seen that one. 
No. I haven't seen it either. It's if you got to pay for it, I don't typically. Nah. If it's not on something <laughs> I already have. Well, I'm eventually. I'll eventually. Like, Ali Sadiq, I'll pay to watch for sure. I would pay to watch yeah. him. I yeah, probably yeah, I'm won't definitely going <laughs> yeah. it. It's available. He says it's available for 72, 72 hours. Oh, so. okay. That's interesting. So, y'all so send gonna, me I'm going to watch it. <laughs> for sure. I'll, I'll check it out. Y'all. Shoot me you know what else I think is real is funny. Royal Junior. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. He's he's I think he did. He just come out with something new, or is he just posting I saw clips? Something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I feel like he's posting clips I've never in seen. Preparation to release something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now he's very good. So if he has something, I definitely want to. Um, I, one else? of the things that's interesting that I so there's a God, I should I should take notes before I do this thing, but um, there's a comic from down in South Florida that actually recently just recorded his own special and just put it out on YouTube and it's at like 50 some I think it's at 50 something thousand views now do you know who it is um that's why I was like damn I should know who it is um is he black white white um and then I'll definitely watch it <laughs> <laughs> finally sounds great does a, <laughs> does a lot of uh I hope you watch it and he's like motherfucker oh like, <laughs> like it'd be freak. the best thing I ever seen <laughs> <laughs> um talks actually talks a lot about like drugs and different stuff like that but he a white guy that talks about drugs in yeah, Florida no, all of them <laughs> yeah but uh, <laughs> it it was just cool to see that he just filmed it himself, mm-hmm. put it out on YouTube, mm-hmm. and someone who's <laughs> relatively unknown, it starts to get some traction on its own. Oh, unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> I knew who it was. I was like, who is it? So there's this dude that Cam showed me mm-hmm. that it's a dude that looks like Sareth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he Comrade showed me Tripp. Yeah. And he's fucking, it's, I've ne- you've never seen stand-up. Have you seen this guy? It's like some of the saddest. It's like sad to a point where people are going, "Oh!" And then it's like funny. <laughs> yeah. When it's like really good writing. Um, and what's the name? Comrade Trip. Single and ready to give up entirely. It's, I've, I've, I've had a, I've, I'll, I'll end it, you know. Uh, what? It's not a sweater. It's. You don't even see me right now. I'm a person. I'm whole. That's, I'm overwhelmed. This is. I'm okay being single. I'm, it's hard. It's hard to put yourself out there when you're already a little bit out there. You know, it's, <laughs> That's a good line. It's hard to have a love life when you don't love life. You know? <laughs> 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 See what I mean? Brutal. Like I'm on. I'm on the market, but this is a recession. <laughs> Dude, just, has that ever happened? That's when I know, like, oh shit, I have to be a better writer. When someone says the punchline, punch uh, the with the next thing you're gonna yeah, say. Yeah, that. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Is that Delta Twelve? One time. That's oh, you mean me. when an audience member catches the punchline before well, you, you get s- to yeah, it? Yeah, and they yeah. say it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, that's fine. I feel like a failure whenever somebody does that. <laughs> I do too. It's like, oh, I let him right there. I was doing a school shooting joke, and as 
It was a dumb joke. I don't know why I did it, but the guy literally yelled it out, and I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. But anyway, this guy, so he does what's impressive about Comrade. Com. Oh, sorry. Comrade is that he's he says dark, sad stuff, mm-hmm. but then he makes it funny. Mm-hmm. And, like, actually funny, which is, like, not easy to... Because usually, like, if you talk about, like, depression or... Because, like, if if anyone goes on TikTok or Instagram and watches Comrade Trip, two Ps, um, like... This is not a paid sponsorship, by the way. Right? <laughs> Jimmy's going ham um, for Comrade Trip. So, like, you have to keep it pretty surface level. Like, you could talk about depression. We can't really go too deep in because, like, you want people to not think about sad stuff during a comedy show yeah mm-hmm. but like he goes deep in and then still somehow makes it funny yeah uh which is fucking awesome i have this thing i'm i'm i tried it i think i've tried it twice and i want to do it at like, again like moon room is so weird for me why but just, <laughs> just because again we, was, we talked about this last time how i'm up there and in moon room in particular i'm so used to doing so well that if I start doing something and it doesn't work, I'm like, all right, time to talk about people and make the room no, die man. laughing. Oh, it's your crutch. I, yeah, it's no, my crutch. you got it. I drive back. <laughs> I drive home from Moon Room when it's a good crowd and I'm doing new material. And I'm yeah. like, I, f- I hate myself. Yeah. But it's a good it's place to yeah, try yeah, yeah. new material because they, you know. Well, let me well, let me tell you what I want to do and you'll you'll see why it would. I, I need to do it and just get back into the habit of bombing and just yeah. pushing through it. But I have this whole, I have probably like a, a, a 10 minute chunk about when I was uh, in middle school, I spent a month in a mental hospital and I tell that like whole story from like beginning to end. And then I go on this rant about like how I think therapists and mental health is a lot of like bullshit for like the majority of people. Mm-hmm. Cause I think there's people that like, like Jimmy likes to say have serious chemical imbalances that need to be medicated. There's also a lot of people that are just sad and their lives are shitty Yeah, and they just need to get their shit together. (laughs) Yeah. And they're using that as an excuse to not get their shit together. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's people that take, Xanax because they're so anxious from smoking weed all the time. Yeah. And just, they yeah. say they have an anxiety disorder. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> you know, I think I need to get a Xanax prescription. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I. Yeah. I mean, a lot, but it's easy to put a label, a mental health uh, diagnosis on yourself instead of, exa- instead of like getting your shit the together. The thing is, regardless, you have to take care of it either way. Mm-hmm. It's like if you have something, if, yeah. yeah. If you, but if I mean, if you don't have Ill. something, you still have to take yeah, care yeah, of yeah, whatever yeah. it, whatever it is. You have to fucking take care of it. Well, <laughs> I realize is I'm not as sick as I thought I was. I mean, I still. I mean, if I miss my medication a day, I'll I'll remind myself how fucking sick I am. But as far as like depression wise, I spit a little bit. Sorry. Uh, as far as depression, I'm a lot less depressed than I, I mean, a lot of it was situational. I mean, I was just isolating and doing drugs that made me, you know, feel nothing. Mm -hmm. So like the, uh, the few emotions I did feel were just fucking awful sadness, dread, and then anxiety thinking about either the, the past or the future, you know? Um, so like when I got my shit together, I was like, Oh, okay. So I'm not like, 
I'm off my antidepressant right now. I've been off of it for a couple months and like I'm feeling feelings, which is fucking brutal sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. But rough. I'm like able to handle it. In the past when I got off my antidepressant, I would be like just a fucking wreck because I wasn't doing anything else to substitute it besides, you know, being dormant, being just a, you know. So, um, yeah, it was you really don't know how sick you are until you get until you start doing things for yourself and then you can assess you can assess your mental health after but there's too many when there's too many vari- variables va- variables 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 um uh you can't really give yourself a actual diagnosis also i was lying to my psychiatrist and therapist about don't uh, we all yeah <laughs> about like being how fucked up I like how yeah, the drugs yeah. I did and I would never tell them and then yeah. I'm like why am I not getting better <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but anyway have you done this on stage I've I, so I've done it on I did on, of course <laughs> have you done wor- worst place in the world I did this at um old school pizza once because ah. it was one of the few places <laughs> where I felt comfortable to I'm just gonna sit in the chair your home talk slowly and this is gonna bomb but let's just do it and figure out where there was a couple funny moments did it bomb um, pretty, I mean, pretty much. But people, what's cool about it is, you know how Dave Chappelle says that thing, like you don't always have to be funny, but you always have to be interesting. Yes. And it was the kind of thing where the audience is very engaged in the story. Oh, good. That's how you know. Um, That's good. They laugh a couple times. There you go. Um, but the only thing is, that's the kind of story where if I'm not doing like a 45 minute headline set, I don't want to go into that mm-hmm. because unless. You're running it because you no, want yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, to yeah you got to work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, lose the mentality that I want to have a good set at Moon Room tonight and instead say, I'm going to work on the story and it's not going to get a lot of laughs, but it's something that I want to put into my eventual hour set. So, I'm this is what it's going to be. And, you know, that's what you'd have to do. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be funny for a while, but the big thing is that you said people are paying attention. So that's huge. The like the big thing is people paying attention and interested. You can worry you can figure out the funny part as you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have retro this weekend cuz of Easter. So like I'm that's I'm trying new shit tomorrow night, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't I'm the same way. I don't normally at moon room do I try to do like killer stuff but i'm doing jokes about picking blueberries tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna eat absolute shit yeah <laughs> so, t- so moon room is gonna be great tomorrow can you make me blueberry jam yeah if you get me the blueberries okay yeah i'll get you some i like making jam i just you mentioned blueberries like, i can make a jam yeah i would appreciate you making me some jam <laughs> 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 I don't know why I laughed at that. It's just but turning to Paddington talk. I was waiting for somebody to do a, a jamming Jamaican hack joke. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're Jamaican. Yeah. So you love jamming. Yeah. Can you, de- can you like delete it. the part where you said that <laughs> you're waiting? So it's like so your idea? I, uh, I went, uh, well, f- f- we can recap really this past week since you were out of town yeah. uh tuesday night we had moon room and i, I hosted that and it, it went pretty good it was kind of light in the beginning but i mean cam went up right towards the end and the room was 
pretty Brought packed out and oh, okay. i mean just murdered like mm. i mean I, he did all right yeah <laughs> cam, cam killed it like he he had one of the best sets i've ever seen him have and i've, I've seen him probably like 10 times mm-hmm. and he he murdered that room and then uh my wife wasn't there and she found out that cam's oh, leaving no. on friday and oh, she no. loves cam and so she said uh will you ask him if he's at milk on thursday and i was like yeah sure and so text him he's like yeah i'm there so we swung through there, grabbed Jimmy and picked him up, and uh, got to milk. And they, I got to do a set that that night oh, at okay. Milk District, first one. That was yeah. that was cool. And he did awesome. great. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good set, man. Yeah, yeah I, had, I had a real good set. I've been working on this this joke that I really like, and Jimmy Jimmy's definitely helped me with it a bit. But it's it's just it's it's going really good. It's like I I feel like it's like the f- First joke that I have that I really... It's his first, like... Like, joke. Bam. Hit you with it. Uh, big laugh. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, right off the bat. And I think for Brian, I don't want to speak for him, but I feel like this joke is going to open up a lot of uh, windows for him. Yeah. Just Because windows? it's like... Yeah, windows, doors. Not doors. Not doors. Oh, <laughs> what did I say? You said windows. <laughs> <laughs> Sunroof. <laughs> well, he looks like a guy that would crawl into a window <laughs> when you're not home no uh yeah. <laughs> but it's just like because like you know it's very much him and uh you and then you keep adding to it like yeah. you you added uh brian added a line to the joke that he tried for the first time at milk district and it did well yeah and so. yeah but everything i added it was like it just added to the joke in general man it made it stronger and i was like hell yeah i got it because <laughs> i never said it before that night so that was another thing i started like the first time i ever said that joke was in a show I've never done before, yeah. you know, and uh, one I'm literally doing this Thursday. So if I bomb last Thursday and then I <laughs> come back, I'm like, oh shit. And then, <clears throat> uh, but it, it went great. Uh, you know, we had a we had a good time, and then uh, 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 we all went over to this like bar right around the corner, Whiskey Lose, Whiskey yeah, Lose, yeah, time. and had a shot with Cam before he took off to Austin mm-hmm. and got to say you know bye again my wife was like happy because she got to see him one more time mm-hmm. I want to do the uh, when uh, when I get the van and everything we should road trip to Austin oh man and go see him that would be fun I agree dude yeah. I agree Austin's one of the places that I mean I'm, I'm interested in New York as Same. well but I want to go in New York this summer Austin for sure but both of both of those places I mean it's sort of like the Mecca right now you know and and if you if you got good jokes you go there, the the you know people pay attention. So, mm-hmm. I feel like in New York it's a little different. It's more like just fucking cattle. Dude. I know. Well, <laughs> I don't know. If you're, I think I think stage presence goes a really long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think anybody that's actually working in comedy, mm-hmm. they can kind of assess you really quickly based on stage presence, because it lets them know your confidence level on stage. And then if you have stage presence then you do a couple of jokes and they're really funny. Yeah. Because like when I went to New York, it was pretty quickly that people were paying attention. Okay, that's good. Um, but I... That's wh- what I'm saying. Stage presence is everything. Yeah. And also it's like, I've, I'll have like a show and I'm like, okay, I gotta get these jokes. No, I have to make sure I'm fucking myself. Not fucking myself. Yeah, I was like, well, uh, where are we I gotta going? make sure, well, <laughs> I don't do that. I uh, <laughs> made that clear earlier. earlier. Never yeah. done that before. I, uh, <laughs> He's a gentleman. So much pussy. I don't need to. <laughs> but like that's that's everything. That's what you remember. If you don't remember anyone's jokes, you remember 
like what what they're like on stage. Their personality, their aura. But I think as far as New York versus Austin, like with like climbing the ranks, mm. I think anywhere if you're if you're I mean the goal is like in Steve Martin's words, be so good they can't say no. Yeah. I think that's Steve Martin. Like if you're if you're good, you're people are going to see that and eventually you'll work your way up if you're like good good. And because people will put you on shows, yeah. like it might take a little <coughs> bit, but they'll put you on shows. More people will see you. I think you can do it anywhere. Yeah. New York or Austin. And what, one of the things that I did notice I was I when I did the cellar, uh-huh. that's why I want to go back and continue. Like every time I go to New York, I'm going to reach out and try and do the cellar because one of the experiences that I have is I'm accustomed to going somewhere and being either the funniest guy in the room or at the very least, the second funniest guy in the room. That's just what I've, I'm accustomed to now. Yeah. You go to the cellar, and it's like, oh shit, I'm I'm in here in this environment. I'm in the middle. Yeah. There are multiple people significantly better than me. Hmm. There's a few people worse. Yeah. But there are some just. You're also around guys that've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. Five sets a night. On, yeah. You know, on a good night in New York, mm-hmm. you know. But and for me, that's healthy. Yeah. Like because yeah. it's like oh shit I have to keep like if 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 I'm gonna survive and if I'm gonna be who I am in Moon Room in the comedy cellar it's gonna require something different yeah you know yeah and I wish I could remember this guy's name it's just like this black guy's probably like in his forties Chris Rock no <laughs> <laughs> um, but he it's again just back to stage presence he was so comfortable up mm-hmm. there. At a level that it was almost disrespectful that like this is the comedy seller and he's on stage and he's clearly high as shit mm. and he's but he's in he's literally in like a, a, a suit with sparkles on it <laughs> like he's dressed like <laughs> like a comedian from the 90s and he just got up there and I was like oh this guy's like hmm. this guy doesn't give a shit he's clearly high as shit and he just gets up there and murders with like with just talking to people yeah you know, and, and some of the stuff that he and then there's a certain confidence that comes from being really funny, but not really saying anything profound. Yeah. Like there was like at one point and it, I laugh about it to this day. And I'm like, when you think about it, it's such a stupid joke. But there was some girl in the audience from Melbourne, Australia. And he was like, oh, you're from Melbourne. And she goes, ah, it's pronounced Melbourne. And he's like, no, it's not. It's pronounced Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm from Australia. It's pronounced Melbourne. And he's like, is the movie called Jason Bean? <laughs> and the whole room died. La- but it was yeah. just such a, like, just the timing of it and yeah. the relaxed nature of just, he was so comfortable up there. And it's like, okay, this is a guy that's been in New York for 25 years. Yeah. And you've never, you've never heard of him, but he's just... He's just a monster just because of the environment and how long he's been there doing it and working, you know? There's a lot of people like that that have been there a long time and are killers but never really got that big. But but that's what I wonder. Is it it at that point environment like you just need to go somewhere else, you know? Or is it it still like better to just stay there because it's a hub, you know? I don't want to be that Um, young guy that like just says a bunch of ignorant shit about like veterans and stuff. Yeah. But I do think that there's a who's who says that? Huh? Well, no, I just 
I know how I might what I'm about to say how it might sound to right. somebody who's been doing it for a long oh, time. For some reason, I was thinking yeah. war veterans. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I would never. <laughs> you know That's I mean? like the Popeyes thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that there. I really think even from doing this podcast and talking to a lot of the like veteran comics, there's a weird thing of they don't. A lot of them don't take their career into their own hands mm-hmm. the way the younger generation does. So a lot of them I notice won't just go, you know what? I'm going to record my own special and just put it out on, you know, YouTube. You know what I mean? Cause like, I mean, you look at Ali Sadiq, right? Mm-hmm. And how long he's been doing it. Yeah. So many people had no idea he existed. I just found out about him. And he's one of the funniest people to ever do. I mean, he's literally top 10 of all time. He's one of the funniest comedians ever. And no one had just ever heard of him. And he puts out domino effect and it changes his life overnight. Yeah. Well, not overnight, but you know what I mean? It's a yeah. huge change. Knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. It's five million views and now he's touring, his touring has exploded off of it, all that sort of thing. And I'm like, how many of their people like that? A lot. That if you just took it upon yourself, like I'm taking my I'm not waiting on a check from Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna invest in myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put it out. And when you talk to a lot of the older comics, they have this weird thing about, like, I, I, I just don't want to burn an hour, right? And it's like an hour, like your your hour that you're using while you're broke. Who gives a fuck if you can burn an hour that will then make you someone who can then go out and make more money than you've ever made in your entire life? Yeah. Like that idea. It might be that just the fear of it is like I burn this hour and I have to write a new hour. That's and it's what like it is. how much you have to like believe in yourself, like I can keep writing. But how many but the other thing is is how many how many of those older comics and again I've learned this from let me watch my mouth because I'm working clubs with these people, but a lot of them are doing the same hour that they did in nineteen ninety eight. Exactly. Which and is it's why like, they don't wanna put but, it out. But it, unless but they Jesus know it's gonna Christ. work. Yeah, I mean, okay, so you should burn that hour. Or I mean, just and then you can, and then it's like if they don't want, or they don't want to put it out because they just want to do that for the next twenty years, just stay in the local circuit and just keep. That's what I'm asking, and that might just be the path that they want to take. Is just you know, yeah, that's not everybody wants to be a superstar. That's what nah, I'm I think everybody wants. <laughs> everybody <laughs> wants to be. <laughs> yeah, if you're in this, not everybody <laughs> wants to admit that they want to be a superstar. Know. I mean, there's this guy Greg Rogel in in New York. Mm-hmm. He's just a fucking absolute killer and he writes new stuff all the time is because like he has instagram clips it's all like new stuff and you know i saw him when i was like 15 or 6 maybe 16 or 17 and then i went back to new york about 10 years later saw him again completely different stuff and then a couple years later because he's a regular at the comedy cellar Mm. absolute killer and but he doesn't and he's just never put out like a special like he has like a half hour comedy central half hour from back in the day and stuff like that and then he has you know a few clips on instagram but am i boring you no get on with it jimmy <laughs> no, no, <I> was just <laughs> i'm literally looking up the name i'm oh, not trying Greg to Rogel, like, two g's Rogel, okay i was totally joking um <laughs> but i mean if he if he released an hour, it would be a, it would be a killer. So fucking funny. Um, 
but I don't know. I just think he's a regular at the Comedy Cellar, which is an amazing job mm-hmm. to be a regular at the best comedy club in the country, yeah. if not the world. And um, so maybe he's just okay with like where he is uh, as far as like, you know, fame-wise. Yeah, he's comfortable there. He's just, but... And same thing with like Nick Griffin. He's, I mean, he, uh, Nick Griffin has like some comedy specials on. I think he has like a special on Amazon, and then he, his albums are on like Apple Music and Spotify. But never had that big special. I mean, if he released, maybe he will soon. But if he released a YouTube special, it would blow up. I mean, so some of the best comedians. It's almost like it's it's kind of sad that there's like these people with I almost said kids there's these people <laughs> with like these kids these days YouTube specials that have like that are doing well and they're like a like just a small like compared to like some legends that nobody knows it's like but it's like but it's it it it, it, it should be that way because my thing is if you are there's multiple layers to what what this is like if you're a stand-up comedian, you are in show business. So it's also your responsibility to take care of the business end yeah. of show business. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's and what I'm, I'm saying they might be okay with where they're at. Like, I don't see how it's possible. Well, I mean, like, why would you want to be a comedian unless you want to be famous? <laughs> there's some just I feel like there's just some make money people yeah. that love comedy. Yeah, are okay with where they are as far as they, they I mean obviously they don't have a desire to be like famous or huge because if they did they would release a YouTube special they would put stuff they would be putting they would hire someone to put clips of them on their Instagram page you know three times a week but they decide or they, they don't would do want to. other traditional stuff to try to get yeah, discovered they're deciding not to do that but there are still absolute killers that are writing all the time and doing and just destroying New York clubs. They're just f- for whatever reason. I mean, if they wanted to, they would. But I just think they could just also be scared. They could. And also, like, the older folks, they went a l- for a long time. It was just like, okay, I'm going to grind in New York City. I'm, I'm, I get to perform show. at all these shows. <laughs> I'll get my Tonight Show appearances. I'll get my David Letterman appearances and I'll 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 hope that something comes from that. And that's the model that they followed for years and now that's not the model anymore and they don't want to adjust or don't have but a desire to adjust. Yeah, it's like being it's like being the the guy that makes horseshoes after the Model T comes out. Like what? You're <laughs> you're choosing to continue to do this thing that's no longer relevant. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like there has to be and again and, and Brian knows I oh every time a veteran comic comes in here, I am like I'm the the social media yeah, like marketing marketer. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you're to. so good. And if you do, and they're like, like Frankie Ryan, if you wanted to, if you wanted to have an active Instagram page, you would. Is that his name? Frankie Paul. Frankie Paul. Yeah. Oh. Frankie Ryan is a different person. It's another Frankie guy. Ryan. Yeah. yeah. 
No, not Frankie Ryan. Frankie Paul. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you want to be active, he, uh, but he's making th- plenty of money. Man, but I'm telling you, I think, I think you know how like, and I'm, I don't, I'm not trying to compare Frankie Paul to like somebody's grandma, but you know how people of a certain age have been doing something for a certain amount of time. It's like I do what I do at this point, <laughs> and I'm not doing anything different. Yeah, you know, that's a little bit. But I think that's up. where. But I think that's where, and I, I. I freaking do this stupid rant every time on this podcast mm-hmm. but i think that's where if we if we bring that community of younger comics and older comics together yeah i think that's <laughs> where we can be a value to them yeah you know what i mean because i i think we have so much to put together i mean i think again that's why I, I can't wait to do it with with this stupid van i need to stop talking about it and just not say anything yeah, until i buy it, it. No, well, no, I'm I'm waiting on some money stuff okay. to come through before I can do it. I'm totally but, joking, but that yeah. would be cool. And I th- I think what would be cool is if we put this together and we're running around doing shows in a group, mm-hmm. in a, in a van, and we're hitting up clubs, you know, up and down the East Coast. If I ever went, hey, you know, Ken Miller, you want to ride with us? You know what I mean? And I think to be able to show those guys also a different energy. Because there's there's a lot of young comics now that are hungry, that are on a mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I think that they're. I think once somebody gets to a certain level and a certain age, it's hard to maintain that level of like I'm going to do some new shit. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But I think again, if we close that gap where the new hungry comics are hanging out and talking about their dreams with the older comics that have the wisdom and the experience we can both gain so much by working that's together if they want to yeah you know that uh, that's the real ticket but if they want to for sure i'm sure mm-hmm. there's plenty did you just throw up <laughs> did you hear did you i heard the cough and then the splash yeah um Sorry. no it's okay keep um, it down ash <laughs> you okay Okay. <laughs> Listen to this, guys. <laughs> I just think that if she's sick, she shouldn't be coming on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, it, yeah, it all comes down to it. I'm sure there's plenty of like uh, veteran comics that do want to be more active on social media. But I love the idea of going on. Oh, <laughs> microphone just fell. Ash yeah. Cash's yeah diseased microphone. <laughs> I just like the idea of going on tour mm. and having sex with strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'd probably be the only single one. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Who would go? It'd be me, you, Brian. So here's the well, so here's the vision. Ash Cash. Right? Is to where I'm constantly going around doing shows. So my vision is to have this thing where if I can get to a point where, because I'm, I'm starting to headline stuff. When you first start headlining, a lot of the places are a little iffy about you bringing your own feature. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because they don't they don't even know how you're gonna do yet. You no, know? I feel like that's something you get to ask for when you have an audience that yeah. the entire audience is coming to see you. Not necessarily. So here's what I'm finding though: they're welcome to it relatively early on. Once they've you've just proven yourself in terms of you being good, right? You know? So, so I think in the next oh. in the next six months, I'm gonna be able to like I already have um, the Panama City Panama City comedy. 
I talked to them and they were like, yeah, if you want to bring like a tour where it's like you and a, like a few Melbourne guys, we'll put you on. Yeah. Um, so that would be sick. That would be yeah. Um, I think it would be so much fun because what I want to do be a blast. is I want the funny style podcast that sort of like um, what you were talking about with uh, who was who was talking about this. Um, the Opie and Anthony did a tour yeah. called The Virus. Yeah, that's, they that's did that the tour. one where uh, Bill Burr did, did that, that legendary yeah Philly right yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there was another example that someone yeah. was talking about recently. Would, would, no, but my thing was is that I think what I want to do because one of the things that I want to again my my whole thing is bring the old school in with sort of the new school thing. One of the things that I think is really cool is how comics are making sure to sort of tell their own story on social media but nobody's touring like they used to like a rock band used to tour yeah Mm -hmm. and i was like how cool would it be if you you know how you said if you if you tag brevard comedy Mm -hmm. in your videos when people go to brevard comedy it has a collection of everyone who's yeah tagging you know bavard comedy yeah it's like a commercial yeah so what i think would be cool is if we were to do this as a tour and everyone sort of record their own story mm-hmm. of the being on tour but we all tag funny style tour or whatever mm-hmm. so it becomes this thing where if somebody follows it you get to experience being on tour yeah almost like a like a a, a live action or not live but it gets posted constantly documentary about a rock band on tour yeah and then the tour itself becomes its own famous thing because each of the members is contributing to you know this is what we're doing did you ever watch comedians of comedy no oh okay so it's uh Patton Oswalt Zach Galifianakis Mm -hmm. Brian Pulsane and Maria Bamford and they 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 made a mini series way back be- I think before Netflix was a thing but I think it was on Netflix for a while but they did basically that where they went on tour and they documented th- I mean th- whoever put together the mini series did it flawlessly where they followed individu- <coughs> them individually and perfectly captured their personalities and yeah. how fucked up they are and but put it all together and then spliced in their sets so I think within like the six, between the six episodes, they all had probably a good, at least a half hour to forty five minutes of comedy inserted. I said that weird. You did say that <laughs> weird. <laughs> inserted. Inserted. Uh, I want to insert this. Um, I'm sorry. Can you cut that out? All <laughs> um, but uh, that's kind of that's kind of reminded me of it. And they did such a good job. And like as a comedian, or back then as someone that wanted to do comedy, it was so cool. Like I was like, oh man, I want this to be my life, just going from town (laughs) to town and having fun. And they had so much fun together. And then like they were all nerds, so they would go to like comic book stores, and like just seeing them in like a a new town, walking around the town before the show. Oh man, that's all I want. So Me too. That sounds so much fun. So much fun. Because I, I wonder if you got if you guys can find it. Uh, put in like comedians of comedy. Comedians of comedy, and also they made a movie. Uh, and it I'll is probably watch all of that right now. Oh, you would you would love it. It's uh it's so much fun. Um, I don't know if if 
anything else you can probably get on Amazon for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely watch it. It's so much fun. And it, I think it's on YouTube. So, is it really? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Like every episode. Um, I think so. Hold on. Cause I, what I think would be cool is if everybody, so let's say everybody on the group, right. Is taking their own, like say we record the shows and then everybody in the group, like even in the van, just like in the van, having conversations, everybody's recording stuff. If we're at restaurants, everybody kind of is recording stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the whole process, we all put all of the material that we've all gathered, put it on a hard drive and gave it to Brian's daughter who does like editing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and was like, edit a half hour documentary out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, at that point, we'd have to give her some money. That's a lot. Of <laughs> yeah, 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 but <laughs> but and then to just take that and put it on YouTube and just let it do whatever it's going to do. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And to be able to tell those stories. And that would if, be awesome. Yeah. That would actually work. Yeah. Just put something on YouTube and hope it catches I mean, on. And what would be cool is you can even, because my idea of it would be we can rotate who's there, you know? Mm-hmm. So we could do like, you know, let's say one tour is like a three-month chunk. And this one is like me. It's like the four of us in the room. And then the next three months is I'm on tour and I'm bringing Eugene and Rudy Jimmy. and yeah, somebody, <laughs> Jimmy's like, no, I'm going to be on all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, can I just be like a staple? <laughs> yeah. Cause I want to be on all of them. You, <laughs> you have to have a woman in every, no, yeah, you have to have just for diversity. Oh, yeah. She's already working. <laughs> you can't have all guys. Chris. <laughs> this is, thanks Monique. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to get it where hey, I can Hey, I will throw on a wig if needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. I'm, I'm, hey, thank you, Ash. I appreciate it. I was about to say I'm coming for your jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All of them? She's Jamaican. <laughs> right? I'm not doing yeah. blackface. I'll tell you that. <laughs> not again, right? <laughs> yeah, not again. <laughs> I learned the first time. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to... It's, yeah, so it's... it's. I've got... I literally just have to work out the logistics, and then I can buy the van, and we'll start it. Because the other thing I think would be really cool is I'd have to repurchase some of this equipment, but set up a podcast... In the um, van? In the van. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, like, for, let's say, even even a trip like this. Because, again, What as kind I, of van? Like, a RV kind like of situation? A, um, like a conversion van. You ever seen those? Like, the like sprinters? Kind of. Kind of, like, of, like but the mystery. Yeah, like, yeah. we're going to be, like, the mystery team? Like Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. The the A-team. Then how would we fit the podcast thing in there? I feel like you need, like, a, art, like a puller, like a toy puller or whatever. No, no, no. So, a van, a van like that, everyone's in individual captain's chairs. Yeah. So if you were to have something to where I'd probably have to have something made to where something like this mixer could be housed in it and then bolted to the floor. Okay. Right. And then everyone just has mics like these. Mm-hmm. And I mean, cool. Boom. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I think would be cool is, I mean, you could have this, the part of this is, is the amount of work that it would require just in terms of editing work. Yeah. But like, let's say we did, shows in virginia you know and we had 13 hours of (laughs) just stuff to then cut up you know what i mean it would be insane yeah but you would have what three months worth of content (laughs) probably (laughs) you know what i mean that you could just make on the road while you're in the car anyway just stories from the van it could be like an offshoot of yeah of of the rest of the rest of it yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah and I think it would be a cool thing to have. Uh, so I, I also want to do the reaction videos, like as a group, 
from this podcast. We should have done that on the fucking Monique special. <laughs> we should have all shown up here and fucking <laughs> just roasted, just roasted that shit. But I mean, so I think to, to create this sort of uh, like a network thing where it's mm-hmm. like it's is a brand and we're all, you know, because my thing is I hope to create something to where mm-hmm. it becomes popular and then sort of like a Kill Tony kind of thing yeah. where another comic could come on to Kill Tony and become famous because they were on Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. I want to make the funny style tour a famous thing. Kill Jimmy. To where you invite a comic on and now they're a part of this video series and now they gain a following because they were a part of this video series. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole thing is centered around our comedy scene. Mm-hmm. So it's our sort of monster that we create you know what space i mean space coast jimmy yeah. you look like you just came back from the bathroom on drugs yeah <laughs> you got the, the yeah <laughs> that's a relapse what's happening no no i just was doing a little funny uh walk just to be silly <laughs> i was watching it i was cracking up <laughs> uh yeah basically i just did it for brian but uh i did spray some of the bath and body works okay uh, Is that j- what's just a little bit oh that's uh water and sure that's sure. water okay <laughs> Which is a P, one P drop. Oh, <laughs> <after> this? <laughs> <laughs> Why were you looking down there? Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I caught you oh. looking earlier, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> really quickly, also. That's water. I did see. One I thing you. that I want to encourage. I think I might have actually said this before also. I'm just a, a, a freaking broken record. But I started. Um, so my dad's out in Minnesota. Oh. And I uh, I reached out to some Minnesota. I, I, yeah, I applied to a festival out there, um, and I reached out to a couple comics out there, and me and this other comic are swapping Excel spreadsheets of contacts. Um, and I also did this with um, well, I won't say, but another another comedian from down here. What's that we name? did a full <laughs> <laughs> contact swap, <laughs> and I really recommend comics do this. I have because a contact list, yeah, because so. a lot of times everybody's real, like uh, what's his name, Schmeagle, with their <laughs> contacts, which is really stupid. Schmeagle? because yeah. you have the Lord of the Rings yeah. Yeah. character. I'm not, yeah, that's the. Is it Smeagol? It's both. It's yeah. he's a Jew. It's, yeah, <laughs> that makes because of the gold actually. that he's upset. With. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, hey, you guys no. are drawing these parallels, not me. <laughs> now is not the climate for yeah. jokes like yeah. this. Yeah. More, he does look like a Jew. Like <laughs> objectively, <laughs> looks very Jewy. Well, it's like Jimmy can say this because about, he's Jewish. I'm gonna shut up. Well, yeah. there's that whole thing about the uh, the things from Harry Potter too. The the bankers, like the oh yeah, yes. the oh, yeah. they were God. mad about that. That was yeah. like a whole thing for real. Yeah. Yeah. That's my beef with J.K. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think once they started going after J.K. Rowling, they were just like, "Let's see what else." Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny that they changed the uh, name of Quidditch because like a bunch of virgins in college play Quidditch on mm-hmm. in on their campus, mm-hmm. and so basically they're just running around with brooms in between <laughs> their legs, butt yeah. cheeks. What they change the name to? It's something like Broom Ball or something. Oh my uh, gosh! Okay. Oh, so they can't call it Quidditch on the they college campuses? No, well, they decide not to because... Um, JK. Because, because it's associated JK, with her? Um, it's trademark, probably, and all well, the Quidditch toys well, and stuff. the thing is, is that if you really want... Th- this is how I feel. It's going to be a little controversial. But if you really want to boycott J.K. Rowling's creation, then you have to stop playing Quidditch. Yeah. 
Cause, oh, you know what they I mean? were because just because just of the name, yeah, just changing the name. And what exactly? I remember they were upset with her about something. She, that she I said gender is a fact. People. She said that. Uh, what, what is it? Gen- she said gender is a fact. Gender is a fact. So they and, were mad. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. What? There's a word or. I'll pick my battles. I really don't know. <laughs> Look at Brian's face. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, mm, <laughs> that's a trigger <laughs> warning for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't be on this episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think well, well, Ash was here for the episode I did with Kevin. Oh Dean. my god! Yeah, you almost canceled Kevin before he got off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why the fuck? Did I say yes to doing this? <laughs> I heard, uh, the p- I saw the panic in his eyes, and it's not a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when you were saying earlier in this podcast, like I need to get a, a group of black people to come in here and do podcast, <laughs> like, I was like, it ain't gonna be Kevin Dean. <laughs> 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 That's what I thought in my head too. Uh, the funny thing is, I feel like Kevin would do it. He probably he, would. He, he would. He holds all of the correct black positions, so he doesn't have to worry about yeah, getting yeah. in trouble because he says all of the That's right. The right. He's black arguing exactly. against you. Yeah, he's arguing <laughs> against me. Right. There's no problem. With, yeah. With a I'm actually. Debate. No, debate, yeah, I had debate. a. I had. I had a serious, like, not comedy at all, black podcast that I'm trying to bring back now that I have my set my setup in order and it's easy. And I was thinking about Kevin Dean as mm-hmm. like the other. Is this a, po- a comedy podcast? <laughs> no, this wouldn't be it. <laughs> um, so we'd have uh, one of my friends who's a lawyer, and then one of my friends who's an activist, and then me. And I don't know if we need another comedian, but I think Kevin Dean would just be fun because he'll have the funny other side of black people's opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the oh, yeah, I can't have this. It's white people. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's not, not going to get what I'm talking about. I'm going to say you're not going to get it. Like yeah. I agree with whatever, <laughs> whatever you're the saying. closest black yeah. person to me says. <laughs> how did, all right, like, here's a question. All right. Uh, how do y'all feel about, and I don't mean white Who's people. Who's y'all? I, no, what do you mean y'all? y'all what, do you mean you, what do you mean you people? Yeah. How, how do y'all black folk? No, uh, how, do y- how do you guys feel about other ethnicities, non-white ethnicities? I need to say this. Mm-hmm. Saying the N-word. Mm-hmm. Because like oh. Ashcash and I were at a show, I don't know, a month and a half. Oh my god! Two months ago. Oh, you're where, <laughs> where somebody. Wait, that was, was less. Was oh, casually dropping the n bomb. <laughs> who was not white, yeah. but definitely not black. I saw either. a white person Rican. do it at a roast. Well, see, what? there's a weird. So, well, I'll, I'll let Ashcash give her, and then I'll, I'll give my Charleston. That's white a response. tough one. That's a tough one for me because I know there are certain, especially Puerto Ricans specifically, mm-hmm. and. His, certain Hispanics where if they grow up in a certain yeah. neighborhood around other black people then they'll say they've been saying it all their lives Yeah, I my thing is always the intention behind the word Yeah, because it depends on what kind of family you came from because yeah. a lot of these Hispanic families can also be super racist mm-hmm. so it's yeah, a case by case basis for me but I just but at the same time, I'm not the kind of person, like, I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't yeah, say. Yeah, of course not. But my big rule is just, like, just don't say it around me. I'm not going to tell you what you can do in your life. If you're in your car, rap yeah. into Snoop Dogg and it Either comes, like, I'm not going to be, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't care what you do when you're not around me. I can only hold people accountable who are in my presence who I know. And I feel like 
every black person is an individual. It's who like whoever on? you're around and what you feel comfortable I'm not, with. I'm not yeah. putting people's names out. Well, there. Who's, yeah. who? No, I, I was gonna ask who said the N word. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> was that when I when I left? Yes. Oh, yeah, I did. Because yeah, he, he did it twice, and then you got up. It was left, at a show. And I felt bad. Like I was literally. I like, saw you looking at me. And I, I know, was like, I, was like, I think he knows that. Was this in Melbourne? No, no, it was not. Where was it? Melbourne comic, and it wasn't in Melbourne. Was it a stand-up show? Yes, it was at uh, it was at Grumpy's. Mm. Oh, oh my God! I know who it was. Yeah. So <laughs> I think anyway, I'm not tr- I'm not trying Trump. to like cause you... that big of a stir about it, but I'm just saying. Like, oh, that got around everywhere. It was it was oh, it fucked did. up enough where I was well, like, I think what I, what threw me off was he didn't the person who got up and cheered in the back when he said it on stage was yeah. black. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just uh, like, I don't even know what well, to here's, here, Are you ready? I'm with you. Are you yeah. ready for my uh, yeah. Chris Nick to have a serious <laughs> black podcast and not do these things on our comedy podcast? Oh, boy. Response? Here we go. I don't give a shit. Here's the thing. I, knew it. I think that a lot of very well-meaning, very... like I, sa- I said this at... um. Well, you're the only person that was there. At mm-hmm. um, the Kava show in Cocoa Beach. Yeah. Where I was like, you guys seem like the it's type of li- liberal white people that hate the cops but will still gentrify a black neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like that to me, all of the white people that know all the right things to say uh-huh. are also the white people destroying black neighborhoods with yep. with yoga studios and hey, coffee they can, shops. Hey, they and can shit. visit whenever they want. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, I. There's bigger things there's to be worried about. There's bigger things to be worried about. That are think, actually affecting us. But also, you can not say that say it no yeah that's very true that's very true and you shouldn't but here's i think people white people are very clever i give you guys this (laughs) (laughs) white no but for real white people are very good at um like we know we can distract the entire black people all at once Mm -hmm. if we have some random white person say the Mm -hmm. (laughs) n-word so they'll wait for like all right we got to pass this law that says we're going to move into all black neighborhoods and throw all our babies in the sewer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So right before we pass that law, we're going to have some random white professor from Alabama University come out and say the N-word in a rant. The Dilbert guy? Yeah. Like, and, like the Dilbert guy. <laughs> the Dilbert guy said it? Yeah. And while the whole black community oh is like focused on the Dilbert guy, we're going to pass this law in the middle of the night. Mm. And I just think that... Again, and I, 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 I could hear Kevin like, <laughs> like this nigga, right? But I just think that I don't want to let it go is the wrong way to put it. Because again, I, I think people should not be saying it. Mm-hmm. But I think being more strategic in where we place our energy, like mm-hmm. white people as a as a group, not as individuals, but as a group, white people have gotten really good at wasting black people's concentration and energy, mm-hmm. and they just put out bullshit. That gets black people all up in arms about nothing really. Yeah, you know what I mean. And in the meantime, all this, all this other horrible shit is happening, and nobody's paying attention. You know. Yeah. So that's sort of my answer. I don't. I'm not passionate enough about it to be like. Yeah. Oh it's my a God. little dicey. I better go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do have to go to yeah. the, uh, recovery. Yeah, twelve step, twelve step based. You maybe. should take the glasses off before you walk in, because they're gonna be like, "Oh fuck, Jimmy, they got him again." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what step are you on? I'm on. Uh, Sorry, thir- the thirteenth ter- step. Okay, yeah. no, that's where you Re- sleep relaxing. with AA girls. <laughs> 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 they call the thirteenth step when you sleep with 
with woman in AA. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you haven't slept with anybody since 9-11. Well, I, you know, it's exaggeration. Since when? 9-11. Is that really the last said. time? That's what he said. Yeah. 9-11? 9-11. 9-11 that's a substantial night for like me. Like the 9-11 or like the last? Oh, 2001. 2001. Okay. Yeah. It's been a while. So if it was that, you haven't had sex since you were nine? Yeah, no, yeah. Because <laughs> my uncle passed away in 9-12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you can catch me outside. How about that? We'll no. be at the improv on Thursday. Improv Thursday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Best, best, of best of Orlando. Best of We're Orlando. We're the best of Orlando. Uh, <laughs> I snuck in. Two Brevard comics. Our two Brevard comics. Is it just two of us? Is there just another? Just two of us. Our, okay, we got in. Though. But uh, I mean, we're always the, there. The, the Anna Lepley's on that show too. Right? The yeah. Judases of Brevard comedy. I don't know if she's yeah. Orlando. And also, I'll do it. Oh, I'm paying both sides of the field every day. <laughs> every Monday lie. is on Apology Comedy at uh, Blind, Blind Lion, Lion yeah. at. Space Coast Comedy. 8 p.m. Have you guys done the first one yet? No. no it's Monday. And Brian oh, Monday. Uh, has some exciting news. Oh. He's going to be the first comic every uh, every week to go up and uh, set the tone of the show. So that's really? pretty exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. See you guys. I, I, had, I hadn't said anything about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Interesting. How do you get that homie? Uh, Judd called me the other day. Very awesome. cool. Have a good night, Jimmy. Good night, Jimmy. He, uh, good luck yeah. out there in the streets. <laughs> so they yeah they want me to open up like be the first regular essentially yeah. that goes cool. up every week very cool when what day is this Monday nights it's I need to get out there it's, so it's, As it's, I, I have never met Judd I was gonna come last week so Judd? I could no oh, it's wow. it's really good for like getting time in front of him because yeah. I mean I need to do that Bl- Blind Lion is not it's not the easy Judd doesn't see a lot of people yeah you know so he judges booking that place off of what we talked about last week you know like video watches that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and so i feel like it's going to be good for his show to see a lot of the people that don't necessarily get in front of him a lot Mm -hmm. and uh, i think it'd be good for the comics too because that's a good that's a good solid solid paying gig like yeah judge yeah i definitely want to get on one of his shows yeah and it's it sells out I'm pretty yeah. sure it's sold out every week so far this year. Yeah, pretty much. And so I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm closing it in June 1st, I think. Mm. And Jimmy's going to be on the show. So it'll be me, Jimmy, and then I guess one other comic. Nice. I'm, I'm on the yeah. 25th. No. Uh-huh. Maybe with Eugene. I don't know. He was telling me he was on it in the in May. It's mm. uh, May or oh, yeah, May. May 25th. Okay. Yeah. Um, I... I need you to get on that, dude. Dude, I'm well, trying. I'm trying to drag his ass to freaking uh, Milk District this oh, Thursday. <laughs> this Thursday, yeah. Because Cam put him on it, and he was like, "I don't know, maybe, maybe." I've been bouncing. Oh, I, I texted him on Easter and was like, "You do a milk on Thursday? Nothing." So it's just it's so good. it would be so. Good. I literally was talking about it on with Jake Rika last Thursday. Mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm gonna try to bring Eugene with me," and he's like, "Eugene," and then. I told him Singleton. He's like, oh, I did a comedy contest with that dude years ago. Yeah. And he's so funny. I was like, I'm trying to get him here, dude. Like, we'll see. Eugene's if not, a Melbourne yep. comic. Yeah. <laughs> if, if not, it's going to be me and Erlacher. <laughs> you know? So, uh, but oh, yeah. man. That's funny. Text that dude, dude. He, yeah. he, I'm going to browbeat he, he him. Into, some, put some, put some yeah. fire under him. But he's got to ride, dude. It's going to be whatever. It's going to be one of those things. That once the van is like up and running and we're running around doing stuff, yeah, out of nowhere we'll get like a text of like, "Hey man, so how come you guys don't?" Inv-? It's like because you haven't been outside of your fucking house yeah. to do a comedy show. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but Twisted Birch, he's doing great with that. Right. So yeah. so yeah. good. I'll be there. On <laughs> I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm performing. But yeah, I'm not performing either. But are I'll you gonna there. go? Yeah, I'll, I'll be. Uh, well, I, I thought you were gonna be in Virginia or something like that. Nah. Oh uh, yeah. Friday? When's the? It's the 13th, I think. It's Saturday. It's a Saturday night. This Saturday. This Saturday. 15th. It might be. That's the 15th. Yeah. Yeah. It's this Saturday. Oh yeah. Then I won't be there. Yeah. I have a show. I have a show. Because I've been trying every time. I've been trying to get out to the other one, but I always have something. I was about to say, oh, yeah, you did it the same night I did. (laughs) I loved it, though. I did. I will say the second one was a lot rowdier. Was like it? the audience was rowdier. Like I feel like when we did our show, I mean, like not paying attention, rowdy. Yeah, just rowdy. There, like there, there was college basketball going on oh. on the TVs, and so the bar was March just kind of rowdy. Yeah, the March Madness <laughs> shit. That's a weird. So funny enough, it's a great room, but it's a weird room to book because it you have to pick a headliner that can roll with the punches. Yeah, because they are. You could put a really, really great comic up there mm-hmm. who's not high energy and not like who's not particularly good at like crowd work and stuff, and they will bomb in that room just because the audience is so it, they're just noisy and half paying attention sometimes. And but once you got it. once you got them, the room's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. like know? Dean Mur- Dean murdered that, yeah. that that same night. Jimmy and Dean as <laughs> Jimmy Dean Jimmy Dean <laughs> Jimmy and Dean were the two. Like Eugene also did super well that night. Mm. Um, Cam bombed. That was like Cam literally has a joke now about bombing at Twisted <laughs> yeah. Birch yeah. that kills. It's a it's a hilarious <laughs> joke. He he turned lemons into lemonade. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he really That's did. What he that told me fuck my mom. Yeah, I saw him do it at Milk and it was it was killing. It was. Yeah. I mean, I saw him do it at at Moon Room Tuesday too. I'm telling you. <laughs> now I got to see him do that. Joke that set he a- had at Moon Room was. Nah. Bro, I mean, it was ridiculous. I I literally brought him up as like this guy's going to get famous, and then he comes up and just smashes. Nah. So it was crazy. I was I was happy to see it though. You know, I felt bad. About, <laughs> I felt bad about that Twisted Bird show because it was one of those things where I booked him, and he was like, "You sure?" And I was like, "Yeah, it'd be great." Oh no, it was it was Eugene because Eugene hadn't seen him yet. Mm. So Eugene was like, "You sure?" And I was like, "No, no, this cam kid is awesome." He is he really is. good. No, he That's is. He, he, he absolutely is. is. It's just funny when you just have. No, I've, I've had. I tell you that I went to Atlanta and did this show in front of this guy Maury Sims in Atlanta. He's he's one of the. So he books the black rooms. He books like all the like all the best like grown and sexy black rooms in Atlanta. It's him. Like mm-hmm. all of them. And I I wanted to perform in front of him. Yeah. That was the whole reason why I reached out to him. I went to and he had multiple mics going on that night. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I'll put you on this other one. And I was like, well, I want to go up on the one where you're going to be there. So he he graciously put me up and I bombed my ass off Damn. in front of one of the biggest bookers in the city of Atlanta. Damn. Like brutally bombed. In a black right? room? Yeah, in a black room. Damn, dude. So, but, but that, it happens. It just, yeah. it is what it is, yeah. you know? How and the only way. How was that car ride home, dude? Huh? How was that car ride home? Luckily enough, <laughs> I did that show. I was booked on another show literally like three miles away, like a half hour later. Uh-huh. Killed. Felt totally better. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God, white people. So I did like I did. <laughs> I, I got in front of a room full That's of. That's why you're on their side. Yeah. yeah. Hipster <laughs> white people. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you need to get in front of some white bookers. Right? <laughs> yeah. But no. So, well, so one of the things that I'm I'm working on is, you know, I don't want to avoid black rooms. Even though they're all, they are like my weakest point. Yeah. Um, but one of the things like Michael Che, 
um, somebody he was doing some sort of interview, and somebody was like, you know, what's your biggest regret as a comic? And he was like, not doing black rooms mm. because yeah. it's a it's a skill set. I can set. see that with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell it's a very like Michael Chase style just just would not work in some of those rooms, and you mm-hmm. could see that. And I don't I don't ever want to be in that position. You yeah. know, I don't I don't want there to be anything that I can't do. Yeah. You know, so like, I, do I want to be a clean comic? No. Do I want to be able to get up and do an hour, hour, 15 minutes clean whenever I feel like it? Because the I have right. that skill that <laughs> well, just uh, I want to have every skill set. Like, yeah. I want to master the craft yeah. of being a stand up comedian. Me too. So I need to be able to do black rooms. I need to be able to do white rooms. I need to be able to yeah. do young rooms, old rooms. I need to be able to do, you know, every single thing. I don't want to ever have that feeling of. You know, you pull up to a venue and you see the audience isn't your usual audience. Then you go, ah, fuck, like, yeah, what am I going to do? I want to be able to walk in confident into any situation. Yeah. So I I agree. My biggest struggle is black rooms. So I'm trying to put myself in more and more situations. Milk District this past Thursday was the first is the first time I ever been in that room. Mm -hmm. And it was the best room I've ever had a first set in. You know, like norm- oh, what you mean, yeah. no- normally I always like stumble in my first set in a room because like I'm nervous or whatever, but not like there it was, it was different, man. Like I, it was hitting. That's a very cool room. And it's it, one of the things about Milk District that's so cool is anytime you can pack them in like sardines, yeah, the energy is contagious. Yeah. And you, it, it just, when you get a big laugh, yeah. it's completely different, you yeah. know? Like I did uh, that Eustace Comedy Festival. Yeah, I saw the that photos. I did. That. Oh my god, that sucked. Like it yeah, was, I was gonna <laughs> say, it look, you look, it was spread out. It, it was, it was very good and very well put together. Uh-huh. It's just outdoor shows. Yeah, yeah, are just never great. so much harder because people laugh and then the sound just goes up into the sky. Yeah, you yeah. Have no and you have no idea on. what's working, what's not working. Certain people are. It was a weird dynamic, also, where. This is the racial podcast. Um, it was a weird town where I've been I, to use this. Is that it's all really, really, really old people? Yeah, old, yeah, really, like, really old white like people. Super. I think they call it Heaven's Doorstep. That's the oh, name really? for the town. <laughs> At least that's what they told me when I was there. So you get there, and I have I have like this whole bit that I do about like interracial couples, uh-huh. and to look out at a sea of people. It was, it was really well attended. Fought against the interracial couple. Huh? <laughs> I said these were the people that fought against. It. No, yeah, it was it was it was very like the black people are sitting with the black people, the white people are sitting with the white people, and there's no one there who's not white or black. Mm. It's it, it, yeah. it's one of those old school American towns yeah. where it's like no, nah, we're this disjointed. Is, yeah, um, and even even the guy that runs it was like it was really cool to do this event because normally, like like the black people don't come to this side of town, <laughs> so this was like a a thing Jesus. you know um so it was it the vibe was just weird and it was outside it was a beautiful day but it's on this big lake yeah and when i tell you it was it was like standing on the edge of the ocean the wind was just <laughs> blowing past everyone's face like the whole show it was just weird and then like it was a cl- so what's weird is when I do clean shows, I don't change my material. Mm-hmm. I just remove the curses out of my material. Right. So at a clean show, I am usually the most edgy guy there by far. Yeah. Because most cl- like most comics who specialize in doing clean 
are like telling church jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still telling my edgy material just without curses. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so I was up there and they were just like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you're, 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 you're doing this joke about, you know, your wife getting shot. Like what? 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 I could not do you that. Know? Yeah. So it's just a, w- and what's funny about it is people are so interesting. Like the psychology of comedy. Because these are grown people. They all have kids. So we know they you all. Know how we got here. Yeah, we all like. So y'all are not. You know what I mean? Like y'all are not holier than thou. Mm-hmm. But when they're people, when people are in certain environments, like one thing you'll notice, even again, why Milk District is so good. Mm-hmm. When the room is pitch black dark, mm-hmm. people are also way freer. Yeah. When the room's light, people know. Like if I laugh at a inappropriate joke, other people will see me laugh. Yeah. At this inappropriate joke. Yeah. And that energy is just stifles everything. Yeah. Like the best thing you can do is have a dark ass room where the audience can't see each other for the most part. Yeah. And small, tight audience so that if one laugh happens, it bounces from person to person to person and the whole room's laughing. Dude, dude, I did... uh I did Joe Sensabella's show uh, on Wednesday. Binks. Which was he? I've never he, heard. It's, of. it's a it's a coffee shop okay. slash kind of wine bar. I guess they have. Uh, yeah. There was record like ladies there drinking. Yeah, but it was like record wine shop. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's yeah. One of those hipster white people But it kind of it looks yeah. like a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what that's the vibe I got from it. But also sold records. But uh, you know, it was like twenty something year old people like most of them had a little bit of money it was a nicer part of town like that kind of thing and we're you know i've never been there before so i go up and dude like half the room immediately hates me <laughs> you know what i mean like i could feel it as soon as i got on stage and grabbed the mic people were, ah, you know <laughs> it was like that shit you know and there was this one table of three girls that were like right in front of the stage right and i'm telling jokes and bombing to this table, <laughs> Every, all, like not all the other tables, but most of the other tables are on board with me. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm literally just doing jokes, not crowd work, nothing, just jokes, jokes. You know. And at one point, I look at the table of three ladies, and I'm like, this table is not fucking with me. Like I said it out loud, you know. And there's this Asian girl there, and she goes, No, we're not. <laughs> she said it just like that, right? Fuck you. And so in my brain, I went, Fuck oh, you. No. But also I went, I'm going to get this bitch. (laughs) That's what was in my head, right? And so my next joke I said fell flat, didn't get a laugh from the entire audience. I don't remember what, I I, I never remember the order because I changed it up a lot. I love these war stories. And and then I went and said the next joke and she almost spit her fucking drink out. And I literally went, got you, bitch. (laughs) You said it out loud? I said it out loud. I said it, I pointed right at her. (laughs) She didn't like any of the rest of the shit that I said, but I fucking won. (laughs) That lady hated me and I still got her, you know? That's good. That's a win. Yeah, that was definitely a win. That was a weird set in general. And then I went to Bullenbush, had a a good set i don't yeah. know it's weird 27th on the lineup it's tough to oh, see, I tough to have God, a I can't tough it's to have a good set it a three minute it's a Nine. three three yeah. minute 20 yeah and i i i'm telling you i i did the newer shit i've been i've been doing man and it's, it's easy to do i like doing my newest stuff in that room yeah they're like right there yeah. and you can like have a conversation be like hey did what do you think about this? And then you can try it like, like I've done but it where it's I try three minutes, tags. right? Huh? It's three minutes, right? Well, three there's sometimes you get five. It depends it, on. It, how it depends on how show. early you go up in the show. I also, Be- I also because that show, the longer it goes, the more comics show up and sign up. So I saw the the crowd reset in that room twice that night. 
Wow. You know, so yeah. like when I first walked in to when I actually did my set, it was a totally different crowd. So, also, I think for any again new comics listening, driving an hour to do three minutes, that's what the dedicated, hardworking people are doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was I, I rode with Jimmy, so it wasn't well, so no, bad. But, but still, but and like also that. got two sets with Binks that night. So yeah. that was that was the incentive. It was like because I typically bull him. I I I. I Yes, I will go out and drive an hour for Bullenbush, but I prefer to do it with something else. With somebody else who's also driving or like who who can drive or if I can pair it with something else, you know. That's what I try yeah. to do when I go to Orlando is get multiple. Yeah. But you you're like the improv it girl right now. <laughs> you're like on all the improv shows. I don't shows. even know how this happened. At, you're <laughs> every Thursday night, I swear. You're there right well, now. Well, yeah, yeah. The um for the mics, I've been going to that mic. But no, I, I mean like I saw you on another show in like a week or the two. The one with David Jolly. No, well you well, were, I was so you with did David that Jolly, one. Yeah. And, and then, then you're on the Best of Orlando yeah. one. And then you're on another one. Um May 4th. The yeah. roast of Darth Vader, that one. No, no, I don't think I've even put that one out. No, I, oh, wow. which other oh, she has another one. I, I'm not gonna find. There is another one where she's on. She one. is an Orlando comic. She doesn't fuck with. I mean, yeah. yeah, but she's. I mean, more power to her. Oh, do you talk? Are you talking about when I hosted like a or something upcoming? It's upcoming. I okay. saw it today, and I was like, it was. It's an improv. It's a Thursday oh, night show. Oh, jacked up. Yeah, jacked yeah, up. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's was, a great show. That is exactly what it was. I was like, dang, this is a. This is like. Well, that's because yeah, because I started in South Florida, so that girl. Oh, that's that's what it is. Jackie like Sanchez, her, yeah. Her open mic was the first open mic I ever did. That's mm. what's up. I'm I'm happy. I'm not yeah, yeah. throwing shade. I'm really yeah, no, happy no, no. for you. That's that's. I, I'm I'm throwing shade. She's yeah. definitely. Hey, you, you know, know what? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Chris just says Florida fuck comic. you to Orlando so much that now and now he's like trying to get on the shows and they're like I don't know man. <laughs> now you did Milk District and then don't yeah. tell the next fucking night, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's up, dude. That means yeah. you went out there and put your black dick on the table, yeah. and they went, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> My set at, at um, Don't Tell was weird. Yeah. It wasn't like the greatest set. Yeah. I think that you must have killed at Moonroom. I mean, at uh, no, yeah, I killed at Milk it, though. At Milk though, yeah, yeah. 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 So. But again, it was it was a similar thing. Like it was super bright in there. I think that was it. It was a weird it, like. It's hard and just seeing everybody so bright. Also, yeah. was kind of like all right. Hey guys, yeah, it's, crowd it's work? awkward. It, I did a little bit of crowd work to dig myself out of like some bullshit the hole I was in. Yeah, because yeah. it was just a weird, yeah, mm. there's a weird vibe in there. Fluorescent light and just like, like no, imagine, <laughs> imagine doing comedy in a room as bright as this room is right now. <laughs> like just it's like you're I mean, an audience member. I'm here. Just yeah, like. I, yeah. <laughs> Th- throw out some shit. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like it was just it was weird. That man. is weird. Yeah, yeah. I but, yeah. I mean that's what Lizette says, kind of. Yeah, it's. I mean it's. That's true. They don't. They don't. The thing, there's yeah. no dimming of the lights. There's no stage. Well, I mean, there's no audience, so it doesn't really make <laughs> much of a difference. <laughs> they're hey, they're I, more interested in the terrible. F- to to be fair, the last time I was there, <laughs> food. Yeah. To be fair, the last time I was there, there was like M- Michelle Keith was on the show, okay. and she brought like four people. So there was, there was four six people. people. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, that was the night uh, one one of her friends showed Rudy and Duncan her boobs. Oh, that's from, nice. While a fourteen year old boy was watching, <laughs> <laughs> she was like fifty something. She just whips out a boob. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good, good for them. them. Yeah, it's just like, good for them. <laughs> like in in the middle of that, like where? So Duncan was on stage about to introduce Rudy. Rudy's like standing off to the side, about to walk up, and the lady is sta- is sitting right next to 
Rudy. Oh, right. That, okay. Like right there. You know, so Rudy is watching her and Duncan have a conversation. And I, I, ha- I was outside at the time, so I did not see anything. But I know there was this nice, very nice Jamaican mom and her son <laughs> sitting off to the side oh, over no, here. And the, the son was facing the audience. And the mom was facing the stage. And he had earphones on. Oh, he, so he just wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah. he. I mean, although when I was on stage, I was like, you know this motherfucker's paying attention, right? And then he looks up and goes, what? <laughs> I was like, I told you. It's a little liar. <laughs> but, uh, but. She she whipped out her boob and he was <laughs> laser focused on this fifty year old lady's boobs. It was probably the first time he'd ever seen a like a, a boob in the boob. wild. The boob in yeah. the wild. <laughs> you know, like L.A. Hardy's the only comic I've ever seen get flashed on stage. Really, it was the funniest thing. It was at a, it was at another Duncan show. We were at um this like Irish pub in off Wickham, and yeah, L.A. Hardy's in the middle of he does he has this whole thing where again it's not even necessarily a joke he like he talks about the difference between like like rap today and rap back then yeah and he does this whole thing where he gets the audience to rap i can't remember what song it is you better be funny motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) i can't wait to have him on the podcast (laughs) i'm not gonna say shit to him dude i'm gonna be like it's nice to meet you today sir i've never met you once before i'm gonna be like you know what you did to my friend brian and i'm gonna make it awkward ash was there yeah yeah Yeah, that was fun but yeah he he did something where he 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 gets them rapping to like this is how we do it or some like popular Mm -hmm. old school rap song and he was in the middle of rapping and some white lady just shirt over the top of her head just she just couldn't restrain herself yeah (laughs) she's like i gotta do this (laughs) it was so weird it was so weird can you imagine the inverse of that it's like a dude who's just like i gotta show this female (laughs) comic my dick (laughs) from the audience don't talk about tracy morgan (laughs) (laughs) you know he's like legendary for like yeah in the middle of a show just pulling his penis oh my god Bobby Lee He's does that canceled? too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it must be a nice dick. That's what I'm gonna say. You know, like He's complaining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not one complaint. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's your fucking closer though? Like, all right, check this out, guys. Because <laughs> what do you do after that? You can't yeah, just you keep can't. doing comedy. Yeah. No. You're like, yeah. I don't know. Tracy Morgan's kind of crazy. Like, suppo- <laughs> supposedly there was a show. What show was that? I'm have a really bad memory with this kind of stuff. But somebody went to a Tracy Morgan show and they were like. He pulled out his penis and was waving it at these white ladies in the front row and then put it away, went back to telling jokes. Oh, my God. And then later on, picked a different table of girls and then pulled it out again for them. And then, like, it was That's like... The thing, how is I've never heard about this? Is this a thing that he does? And it's... Apparently, like, apparently... It, like, I don't care either way, but I feel like... I think... People have made bigger, like... I don't know. Deals about less stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> I he's he's literally holding an audience captive. Isn't that what Louis C.K. did? To, like, so one person know? at a time? Like, and yeah, it was like three, yeah, three people <laughs> in total. But I, I I think Tracy is so... Or because Louis C.K. finished. Chris, is that what yeah. the was? <laughs> Chris Rock actually told that story about Tracy, oh, okay. about pulling his dick out, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a, I'll look for that interview. Um, I think it was on Opie and Anthony where Chris Rock was like, you know, he was, it was the one where Chris Rock is talking to Patrice O'Neill. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, man, Tracy just because he's like every time we think he's never going to work this club again. Mm-hmm. And then a few months later, he's right back at the club pulling his dick out. He's like, I don't know how he gets away with it, but it's Especially Tracy Morgan. Man. Like, yeah. he's, you know what? That's progress. Yeah, yeah, that's that is, progress. Me too. You know? Yeah. Because if I did that, it would be over in a second, you know? <laughs> With the way I look, they would be... Yeah. Yeah. 
If you if you I mean, reach I guess for they your do say the difference between a creep and a regular guy is just how attractive there you, you are. Mm-hmm. There you go. I fall in the creep category <laughs> <laughs> very quickly. That's not what I meant. To. <laughs> no, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. No. I. But that's the thing. I know. I know my lane. You know. <laughs> like. I, you're like, I can't pull my dick out no, in the supermarket. No, yeah, I, I can barely pull my dick out in a At room home? with my wife. <laughs> 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 She's like, what are you doing? She's like, what, is, what, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm trying to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Not you either. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I prefer a 10-inch sub, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> No. All right, I let's wrap this up because I am. I have not, Are you tired? Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I have my wife. So, so as my plan was to drive to my house. My house is north of here anyway. Take a shower, have dinner with my wife, and then come here. Mm-hmm. You know, just quick shower, quick eat, and yeah. then come here. And then, like, as I was hitting more and more traffic, I had to call my wife and be like, "Hey, you know how I haven't been home in like days." <laughs> And I was gonna stop home before I do the podcast. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna drive past. She was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, she's, so she's ready for like, her. Yeah, for her big strong man to come home. Yeah, that'd be nice. I I don't. When's he come? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, no, but I do. That's 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 the next project. Like as a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose weight not for health reasons, mm-hmm. for comedy reasons. Hell yeah! Whatever it like, needs to get your yeah. <laughs> motivation going. Because uh. I'm like, that's the next, that's the next step. Like Preacher Lawson, do you know? I don't know if you know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, Preacher like just once he decided he was gonna be famous, he just started going to the gym and got into like incredible shape. Yeah. And now that's like a part of his whole. I feel like that's what I'm trying to do too. Cause sometimes, yeah. like, I'll even like record myself and be like, I hate. Like, just I'll get in my head about how I look on stage more mm-hmm. than I should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, I need to figure out how to be a girl. <laughs> like, how to be a girl? Like, how to dress up and stuff like that. Well, you can identify however you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the beauty of comedy. Yeah. 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 You can do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. want to do your dates? My dates? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we already talked about Thursday. I'll be at the improv. Saturday, I'll be at the Backyard Comedy. Mm. Um, tickets on Eventbrite if anybody's going. <laughs> and uh, I think that's it for like the next week. Let me check. Yep, that's it for the next week. Uh, I got Moon Room tomorrow night, uh, Milk District Thursday. Uh, next Monday, I'm doing an apology comedy, the Judd's new show. And then uh, hopefully I'll be back before then. But if not, April 20th at Madcaps. All right. I have, let me see here. I need to get back to Madcaps. Yeah, that's a good one. It's fun. Um, let's see. The 13th through the 15th, I will be at Snappers in Palm Harbor. The 20th to the 22nd, I will be at Gregory's Comedy Club. And then Wednesday the twenty sixth, I'm gonna be at um, Mark Andrews Boardroom. Oh, I'm show. there too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Cool. I think. I think. Yeah. I think I'm closing that one. Um, and then the 29th, I will be at the Kava Show. It's a Kava Bar in Port St. Lucie. Um, so once we get closer, I will make sure to give the actual like address and everything for that one. And then. Uh, 
next thing all right i have some other stuff but that's pushed further out all right well thank you guys for listening thank you guys for coming yeah no this problem. has been the funny style podcast peace out Good homies evening. Later.